back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, our weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the wide, beautiful world of Nintendo. I'm James. And I'm Christina. I mean, no, I'm Michael. Christina's Michael. not here today. Trick. That was the trick left over from trick-or-treating. Ha, 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 how, was your, how was your Halloween there, Michael? Uh, slow. Very, very slow. I did have trick-or-treaters, uh, but I would say that I had about a third of what I normally get. I did not... I know I know our listeners are wondering. I did not set up the candy blaster and shoot candy from the roof. I really after watching a lot of the YouTube uh like people doing what they do with their 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 candy tubes and their candy like I don't know weird conveyor belt things they were I think the candy blaster would have been a a YouTube sensation, but uh maybe next year. There's always next year. I can really perfect it. I think so. I think that it would have been a great idea because it's sort of like a pinata, but not a pinata. You know, it's sort of <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's, it's a just pinata the best part is the best part of the pinata. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that would have been quite astonishing, to be honest with me. It would have been like real life Diablo after you kill a bad guy and just goodies are falling from the heavens. That's what it would be like at my house. <laughs> oh, you know, what'd be amazing is I'll tell you this is imagine if you had like a you had a setup in your front yard with like nerf guns but you'd have to you'd have to have someone sanitizing or putting out different mm. nerf guns mm. after every child but then you have like a pop-up where like you know someone from like Fortnite or some monster oh. pops up but then you're on the roof right and as soon as they hit it it falls down and like poof, and then candy yes. flies out of it i love this face. this that actually would be just an amazing mini game for any halloween you know, not tw- not 2020, terrible 2020, but any Halloween, it would be amazing to like step right up, kids, and they shoot at a target. If they hit the target, I release the gun, bl- the candy blaster, and it's just like, <laughs> it, like streamers shoot out of it every time. And it'd be, dude, kids would be lined up down the block. Everybody would be looking out their door like, where's all the trick-or-treaters? I have a line down the street waiting for people to come shoot at the target. That'd be amazing. That'd be, would so be amazing. good. Oh, I that'd like be that so idea good. a lot. Now, ah. I know uh, you were probably in the same boat, very slow. Yeah, nobody. So nobody nobody showed up over here at the household, which is sad. I had my my COVID, my COVID safe bags all ready to go. Uh, I don't know. I got to ask the neighbors to see if if uh, if we actually get kiddos or not. But yeah, it's, it was a sad, sad Halloween. But, you know, I, I did put out the string lights. You know, I got the little pumpkins outside, you know, and we at least did our part to be in the in the theme, even yeah. if no one. But now I just have 20 bags of candy for me. I don't know if that's just, good or bad. Just sad so. eating, sad eating candy <laughs> while nobody's <laughs> just sitting on the front porch looking around. Now, did did the neighbors decorate? Do, does it seem like it's a festive locale? A few. We had okay. a few other neighbors. I would say, you know, in the block, a few. I wouldn't say every house mm-hmm. um, that's mm-hmm. out there, but... Yeah. There were other houses. There were other houses with lights on. You know, I didn't go all out, right? I put up put a strand of orange lights that I got from five dollars from Home Depot. So I mean, you know, it, it's, it's something. It's more than more than others, you know. Exactly. And it, and just having lights on, everybody knows that's the rule, right? That's the cardinal rule. If your front lights on, your porch lights on, it's go. Time. You're open for business. Yeah, it's go mm-hmm. time. Uh, I've I've had kids in the past that did not abide by that rule, and they're knocking oh. on my door at nine o'clock, and I'm like. I even put a sign up saying I'm out of candy. I don't know what you're knocking for. The light is off. It's pitch black. You can't even see. And there's a sign right on the door staring you in the face saying I'm out. Shops closed. Yeah. Stranger danger. <laughs> That's stranger a house you Speaking of stranger danger, it was funny because the neighbor across the street, they were really getting into it this year. They, they had been 
going back and forth with their decorations for, I don't know, all month, all month. They're out there, they're tinkering, taking things down, putting things back up. I don't know what they were doing. They had this, at one point, it was like this, I, I think what they were going for is a spider that captured a human and a human was like in the tree, like wiggling around. Mm. And it was funny. The the test night was like a week or two ago. And the, the guy out there he's messing with and he hangs it up. And for an hour and a half or two hours, I had to hear this thing going as it's wiggling in the tree. I'm like, dude, are you seriously leaving that up just like around the clock now? Just so I have to hear this stupid decoration. But luckily he turned it off, took it down. So I'm thinking, oh, you must not like it. No, it was a one night event. They put it all back up last night. And at like seven o'clock when they shut the lights off, they literally went out and took it all back down again. I was oh, like, no. wow, these guys are on a different level. Wow. I'm not on this level. But uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. Did you have any giant skeletons in your neighborhood? No, no giant skeletons. The the one down the street has like if you go to Home Depot and you see all their decorations, I think they bought them all because oh they God. have everything that it's like <laughs> they've got the old pirate ship. They've got the they've got it all in their front yard. It's 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 an ordeal. My wife sent me a my wife sent me a t- oh, I think it was a tweet or something. Let me see if I can find it here. But you've seen the ginormous, ridiculously oversized skeletons. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this this tweet, it, it says, imagine being the CEO of Spirit Halloween. You only work for a single month of the year and you make $10 billion. Your only job is to sell skeletons. Life is good. And then some bleep from Home Depot says, we're going to make one taller than God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, exactly. They're one month. This is all you get. <laughs> oh, so good. Well, we got a lot this month to be thankful for because... Nintendo graced our presence with the final mini direct partner direct, if you will, of 2020. And this was a doozy. It was a doozy. Another crazy shadow drop out of nowhere. They did say, like you said, this will be it. There is going to be no more of this year, which is fine. This one was a big one. Uh, We're going to run right down it. We're going to call out everything that we thought stood out and was interesting, which is almost everything that they showed we have a check next to. So the very first thing that they kick it off with is Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. We've discussed this. We already know what this is. But they did show a little bit more with what you can do in the game. They've got Divine Beasts, which are now playable, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. And maybe... The best thing and the most surprising of it is that we now have a free demo to try out on the eShop. Oh my goodness. This is what I think they really needed to see uh, what this game is all about, right? At least for people like me who don't play the Warriors type games, I'm happy to say that I got to try it finally. So this is, this is cool because they did the the Pikmin thing, which was play the the demo and your your progress will carry over into yeah. the real game. And I was like, wow, I mean, it's such a good idea because you can do a demo two ways, right? You can do a demo that's handcrafted or it's like, hey, just play the game, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you cut off after a chapter. And that's cool because you really get a feel for the, at least however long it is for the game. And we'll talk about it later because I know you play through it. But I was blown away when I saw the Divine Beasts would be playable. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to finish whatever game I'm playing right now. I need to go back and finish Legend of Zelda so I can actually (laughs) play this game whenever. So I'm not going to buy this game until I beat Legend of Zelda because I don't want to start like playing some of these Divine Beasts and I don't want to ruin the story. I need to to play the game. 
That makes sense. That makes sense. And I think I think you will be able to jump into that demo at least and just get a taste for mm. the gameplay without it ruining anything for you. Because mm. it really didn't. Um, after finally finishing Breath of the Wild, I it did. I don't think I would have felt like oh this ruined the ending of that game for me. So oh cool. Um, yeah, nice. That's number one. Kicked it off with a bang. Boom. The next thing we got that we were interested in was the Control Ultimate Edition is being released or is released now. If you are not familiar with control at all the story is that a corruptive presence has invaded the federal bureau of control and only you have the power to stop it the world is your new is your weapon in an epic fight to annihilate an ominous enemy through deep and unpredictable environments this game i had no i i had seen a little bit of it you know on like the Mm -hmm. epic store and things like that and it always looked like yeah that looks interesting to me but I will be happy to say I finally got to play this as well with a demo that came out. And oh my goodness, is this a game that I must play because it is very atmospheric. You're not really sure what's going on. I like the look and the art style so much. Everything about this checks the box for me um, and is super interesting. Now, the one thing that must be said is that this is a cloud version of the game which Mm -hmm. if you're not sure what that means it means you must have online and everything you play in this game is streamed from a server off-site into your switch and handles all the heavy lifting off-site so that it can look as good as possible on the switch i don't know if that's going to change a lot of minds you know this is not um it's not cheap. It's I think it came to $50. You do have to try out the demo first. And it's, I would say it's more of a performance demo to make sure your internet connection mm-hmm. can handle the load. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can try it out and go from there. Now, this game is the Ultimate Collection. So it does have the expansions that came out, the foundation and all. It also is by... Um, Remedy Entertainment. Now, if you're familiar with Remedy Entertainment, they did Alan Wake, they did Max Payne. These are great games, very immersive, a lot of story. So it's it's got a lot going for it. I think IGN gave it like game of the year last year when it came out because of its story. So it's a, it's a heavy hitter. It's an awesome game. Definitely worth trying out the performance demo and see if it's something that you want on your Switch. And then you have to make the decision of you know, how you feel about the streaming services. Yeah, I think right now, seeing everybody's at home, it probably doesn't matter as much. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? You're not going I'm, anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I was even thinking I was I was playing some games this week and I'm just like have my pro controller and I just have it plugged in the TV. I was like, oh man, I don't even know when the last time I my switch has left the house. But yeah, I, I was super excited when this game came out last year. I had a bunch of friends that played it and really loved it. Um, I'm a huge fan of Remedy, um, all the games that they've made in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was super excited for this. And yeah, I'm really fascinated because this isn't the only streaming game that's coming to the switch because Hitman three was also announced yeah. um, to to be decided. Right. So like control is out now. You can go and download. I download it immediately. But it looks like it's uh, Hitman will come sometime next year, maybe mm-hmm. for the Switch, um, but also will be a streaming version as well. And, you know, we've seen some streaming games come out in Japan, like the Resident Evil games uh, over there. And I don't know if this is Nintendo infrastructure or if this is um, each each company has to do their own thing. I mean, we're at the point now where we're not surprised by um, you know, cloud-based versions of this. I mean, this is how things are for xCloud and for some of the PlayStation streaming. And mm-hmm. there's been tons of streaming stuff in the past. There's a crazy history of, of streaming technology. 
the question really is, is we haven't seen it in on the switch for a full game. So I'll be excited when we talk about your, your playthrough of the demo because you were streaming it, you know, and, yeah. and seeing how that was. So the Hitman three demo looked cool. I mean, I don't think it was gameplay, but it looked cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm excited to try this. I I've always liked the idea of the Hitman games, but I've never actually got to play the others. And they do say that this is quote unquote, the dramatic conclusion to the world of assassination trilogy. So I'm thinking you need to play one and two before you jump into three. I always had an idea that these were just like their own standalone games. I didn't realize that it was a trilogy. And maybe if our listeners have played this they can let me know if you know can i just jump into this one on the switch and play it or do i should i really find one and two somewhere else and play them and if that is the case if you do need to play this with the other ones it would be wise of nintendo to kind of come out with one and two maybe as a package or something like that and being that they're older maybe they won't need the cloud version maybe you can actually just get the game i'm not i have no idea but i'm excited to see that it's making its way to the switch i'll be really following along with this to see if it's something i want to jump in on and commit to but uh i'm interested i gave it a check yeah me too i'm super interested in it i hope that there's also like a demo type of thing Mm -hmm. that the control wise and i would definitely check it out um, no, the next one that i'm really really excited for i've been excited for since day one of the announcements was our good friend Suda Five One and Grasshopper Manufacturer are going to be finally, hopefully, maybe releasing No More Heroes Three next year. They came out with a big No More Heroes ridiculous trailer, but in the announcement of No More Heroes uh, Three coming sometime in 2021, which we've seen for a while now, is that they are re-releasing out right now today No More Heroes and No More Heroes Two for the Nintendo Switch. And the trailer couldn't be any more No More Heroes. Travis Touchdown is here again with his Beam Katana. Um, If you've never played these games, they are an over-the-top, free-roaming world um, hack and slash, if you will, uh, in in a way. They were originally made for the Wii. So transitioning the No More Heroes over to the Switch would make good use of the um, nunchucks, oh gosh, the joy cons, <laughs> um, in general, like it would, it would make really good use of them because you have to shake them and fill your beam katana and things like that. Um, that would be really cool. Um, but it's a super fun over the top. The whole idea is that there are these assassins and you're trying to be like the top assassins and Travis Hutch sounds like pretty rude and crude and just like ridiculous. And it's, I love the cell shading graphics of it. It's just a super fun game to play. Um, you know, these first two games are from early 2000, so 2007 and 2008, and then 2010 for for No More Heroes 2. I played and beat the first one. It was super duper fun. And I don't know how far I got in Desperate Struggle, the second one, uh, but I'm definitely going to pick up both of them, play through them again. And remember, there is a No More Heroes. It's Travis Strikes Again, but that one's like a mini collection it was like a stopgap while they were developing like here's just a bunch of little things um mm. and i didn't I really enjoy that one as much necessarily. and that's what came out on the switch already yeah that's what yeah you're gotcha. that came out last year around this time so don't really think of that as the mainline game it was just kind of a bunch of mini games all thrown into one okay. but um yeah i'm super excited for no more heroes 3 i hope it comes out and those games that are you know 20 bucks or whatever you know 15 bucks for the first uh no more heroes. There'll be the HD remaster because they did get remade for like the Xbox um, and things like that. So they'll be upgraded from the Wii graphics, um, which will be nice. So you'll get like upgraded uh, graphics there. But yeah, definitely highly recommend it. They're super duper good. 
cool. Yeah, I, these games, I've never played any of them. And every time I watch the trail, I'm like, I, I don't know what's going on. This is crazy. <laughs> exactly. And it, maybe yeah. you just got to jump in and kind of that's how you learn about it. And that's how you get into it. But when I watch the trailer, I'm like, I, this isn't appealing to me. But I always hear great things about them. So I think you just got to go for it. Maybe now that No More Heroes, the first is going to be on it. I'll jump in with that. Give it a shot. See if it's like a story I want to continue. And then I'm, I'm happy to see that they're all going to be on there, though, because I would hate kind of like with Hitman 3, where you just jump in if we only got No mm-hmm. More Heroes 3 on this way. It's like. Well, I'm not gonna. I don't want to buy it somewhere else and then have to buy this one version on my Switch. Just give me all of them, and I think it's smart that they're doing that. Yep, exactly. Now, another one we finally got a little bit more information on is Immortals Phoenix Rising, spell F-E-N-Y-X. I hate it. Um, Immortals Phoenix Rising. You play as Phoenix, which is a new winged demigod on a quest to save the Greek gods. The fate of the world is at stake, and you are the gods' last hope. Oh my goodness. This looks like Kid Icarus mixed with God of War. That's exactly the sort of the vibe I was getting off of this. Sort of the play style of God of War and like, you know, you're fighting these big bosses and stuff, but it's kind of colorful and a little bit more friendly than than a God of War game. So that's why it makes me think of Kid Icarus. We did get a new look at the the trailer, which showcased the open world of this game. This is by published and developed by Ubisoft. Uh, and it's supposed to be coming out December 3rd. So it's not too far away. It looks interesting. I gave it a check because I'm not 100% convinced yet, but it looks interesting. I want to see more from it. Yeah, that one looks cool. It actually reminded me of Zelda quite a lot, yeah, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, another one that I gave a check is Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. Now, I do not think I need this, but I gave it a check because I'm interested in these types of games. I've always liked these sort of farm sim games. This looks almost identical to Stardew Valley. The, essentially, you're getting a farm from your grandfather. And of course, when you get there, the farm is run down. So now it's your job to kind of build it and rebuild it and make it look beautiful it looks almost identical. This newest edition is called Story of Seasons. It is what was formerly known as Harvest Moon. So obviously everybody knows Stardew Valley was heavily inspired by Harvest Moon. Now it looks like this is heavily inspired by Stardew Valley, which I'm not sure if this came out first or not. Um, this is going to release March 23rd, 2021. I am going to keep an eye on this because I, I like these kind of games. They're sort of chill. You know, it's an Animal Crossing type thing where you just kind of relax and you just farm and you know hang out so i'll keep an eye on it it's the original it's the original stardew valley right i remember playing harvestman yeah. 64 was one of my favorite one they were on the snes um super fun games so they all pretty much are the same but then yeah. you know <laughs> pretty, much <laughs> the same thing. pretty much the same thing but yeah you can you know farm you can have your coops you can have you know all this stuff i i, I will say i was watching the trailer and i don't know if it was the trailer or if it was the gameplay but there were certain aspects when they showed like a very panned view of mm. just hundreds of crops and then it yeah. looked like it was slowing down. So I was mm. like, oh, that's that's bad if that's slowing down, you know, because it's if if it's just a trailer. But of course, it has many months until they release it. So we'll see. But there's plenty of these already out there. So you can give them a try. But this one does look um, better so yeah i I thought it looked pretty good you know it kind of there was a couple moments where i was getting sort of that pokemon sword and shield Mm. where it's like "Ah, it looks a little rough right there but that doesn't that won't that doesn't change my mind it just if the gameplay is good i'm i'm all for it but it's a single check because i just need more we've got plenty of time to see more and i'm i could imagine this having a demo with it so i'm all Mm -hmm. for it yeah the next game i'm definitely gonna buy because i 
wasn't able to really enjoy this on mobile uh, very much, which is part-time UFO. And I'm so happy that this is coming over to the Switch, even though it is a little bit more expensive. But this is a game from HAL Laboratories. And the whole idea is that you're a little UFO and you help people out and you do little tasks by picking up stuff, rearranging stuff, stacking stuff. You get awarded for how well you stack stuff. And I remember buying this on the the my Android device. But I don't think I really... I don't really play games on my mobile device. I don't really like the control setup. So I think that this will be perfect for it. It's super duper fun. Um, it's got super high, well, you know, regards of ratings. It is $4 on mobile, $9 on Switch. So there is a Switch tax. But I think that they upgraded, you know, some of the graphics. And obviously, it's a different resolution and things like that. So it looks really good. I don't know. It was it was GameSpot's um, top five mobile games of the year uh, when it came out in 2018. So um yeah, it's super good. And they added co-op play, which I think is cool with Joy-Con. So you can they added a whole new thing. So there is some new content there, right? To, to yeah. And I and I I do think that this is going to be a great one on the Switch because of that co-op. Mm-hmm. And you can just hand over a Joy-Con and play together. And yeah. it, it looks so cute. It looks really fun, even for the nine dollars. I mean, that's not that's not crazy, right? I mean, and, and even if you just add it as a wish list thing, you're, you're going to see this on sale. So definitely gave it a check. Really, really good. The next one I gave a check apprehensively is Tropico 6. I've never played any of these games. They do seem like a game much like a Sim City or a Civilization where you're kind of maintaining. It reminds me of um, City Skylines very much. That being said, I tend to like those games on a computer more because of the controls. But Tropical 6, I'll check it out and see. Maybe there's a demo for the Switch. It's coming out November 6th. So this week, it may already be out. I have to check the date when we release here. But uh, I gave it a check. It's interesting. I, I wanted to see. Maybe I'll put it on the wish list. If it drops low enough in price, I'll grab it. Yeah, what about this next one, which also very much reminded me of wanting to have a mouse and keyboard, which is Surviving the Aftermath. Mm -hmm. Um, This game coming on spring 2021. This is a survive and thrive in a post-apocalyptic future. I love these types of games. Oh, my goodness. But you build a colony, you protect your people. It's sort of like a... Um, walking like a remedy walking dead yeah. where like building up a base and then people come and attack you and I thought it looks super duper good this is from mm-hmm. paradox and ice flake studio so good devs and publishers behind this one um but it, it did sort of remind me like i wanted mouse and keyboard i mean it yeah. is on steam already for 25 bucks it came out in october so and you know it has kind of mixed reviews on it but it's mm. kind of an early access still i guess which is always kind of weird to me like you know i hate when they do the early access but then is it really early access is the game finished yet you know mm-hmm. um but it looks super good yeah no i gave this a double check i want this and whether it's on steam or on switch or whatever i love love games like this so it's funny because i saw tropical and i like games like that too mm-hmm. but that one just didn't do i feel like i have city skylines and it's kind of like that whereas surviving the aftermath felt different in a, in a lot of ways where you know the 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 basics of it the mechanics of it are very similar but the gameplay is a lot different than anything i've played before and i like that you get different characters and they have specialties and that's when you start getting that depth that i always like in a game and i just i'm all for this surviving aftermath whether it's on switch whether it's on steam or wherever i get it i gotta check it out and uh, i'm excited for that one yeah, it's really interesting because I think Paradox publishes a lot of these games. Like they also publish Surviving Mars, which is from which is looks very similar in different ways from Paradox, but that's also from the creators of um 
Tropico as well. <laughs> and then like Paradox is also the publisher of City Skylines, right? Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's just they it's do their a thing. lot of it's their thing. Yeah, it's I their guess. jam for sure. Yeah. So I'm excited. And then the last one is another double check for me. It's called Grift Lands Nintendo Switch Edition. Grift Lands is a deck building roguelike where I, you know if it's a deck of any kind. I am giving it a double check. It seems like whether they're good or bad, I give them a check because I want to play a very good deck building game and I'm always on the hunt for it. And this one is a little different. You always have that like the fantasy deck building games. This one is more of a sci-fi based one. Mm -hmm. You are going through and you're kind of you're picking your cards and you're doing all the same stuff that you normally do. And those all help you to survive. And you're going to this one, you build two decks so that you can balance your trade offs and everything like that. I like the art style. I liked what I saw in it i'm going to look into this more because i have plenty of time it doesn't come out until summer 2021 but any sort of card building game i give two checks because that's apparently my thing i don't know that's just what i like yeah and and this like i said this nintendo direct was pretty much a banger we we touched on almost every game they did open up with uh, about five minutes of bravely default 2 which i kind of skipped through because i'm not gonna not my, my, my jam but i know that there was a super good game I think the only other game we didn't really touch on was uh, Bukugan, which yeah. is coming out this week or whatever, because they did a whole they all did a whole like a different live stream about it. I know nothing about that series. So. Yeah, it just doesn't appeal to me. But even still, every one of these, I felt like ha- cool. this was a good, good direct, especially mm-hmm. for something out of nowhere. You had a few heavy hitters in there. I mean, talking about Hyrule Warriors without even acknowledging it or talk, like mentioning it or anything like that. I know that a lot of people look forward to Bravely Default. Again, like you, it just doesn't appeal to me. I don't like the art style. I feel like we had this game already a million times. Uh, but like No More Heroes, you didn't even talk about. It's like these things, they didn't tease any of this stuff. And I think that's this was a really good, good direct. I was really happy with everything. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm all about it. And I'm all about it. Well, there's more news this week and now it just wasn't the Nintendo Direct. We also got a little little news from our good friends over at Retro Studios. If there's a time to remodel your headquarters, listen, it's mm-hmm. right now because nobody's in them. So you should probably put the money yeah, into yeah. doing there's it. Nobody there. <laughs> um Apparently, they're going to spend about a half a million dollars um, adding about 40,000 square feet of custom office space um, to their studios, which is cool. And hopefully they'll be able to go back into the studio in 2021, they think, <laughs> um, uh, at some point. But, you know, it's kind of interesting because they're expanding, obviously working on Metro Prime 4, but they've also been adding tons of new staffers from all sorts of studios. So developers, designers from individuals that worked on Borderlands 3, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, DC Universe halo um crisis three super lucky tales there's been all sorts of new additions um from all different aspects so they're ramping up they're spending money and um adding this much talent and spending this much money is is a good sign <laughs> i mean mm-hmm. i mean look that they have the money and funding to do it so i don't know if nintendo's just funneling more money their way as as the publisher but hopefully they're gonna you know see huge success with this one i, I think you know if this comes out at the end of next year, it could be the the banger that we're waiting for. Because I don't think we're going to get Zelda 2 forever. Like, I, yeah. I think it's going to be, you know, that's going to be like 
switch two territory. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, like, I'm, just like I'm even thinking thought. like this one might be in switch two territory yeah. at this point. <laughs> like when I first saw this article and I, you know, it's cause what was it? Maybe two months ago we, we were talking about them bringing, starting to bring on some heavy hitters from other games. And it's like, okay, well you got, now you got your director. All right. That's a good sign. I thought you started working on this game like a year and a half ago, but okay, we finally got a, a director going now. And then now they're talking about expanding the office. I'm like, <laughs> We're, we're never going to see this game. Like, when are you going to work? Like, get yeah. to work on the damn thing already. So we'll see. I'm I'm excited. If nothing else, it's going to be. I I think this game is going to be amazing because mm-hmm. the people, the talent they have, and the fact that they're investing so much into everything that's around this game, I think this is going to be going to be huge when it when it finally comes out for Switch Three. It's going to yeah. be awesome. <laughs> I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Now, something that may excite a lot of people now that we're getting into holiday season is a Switch bundle. People love Switch bundles. The thing is, I don't know if you're going to love this one because it's for Fortnite. And a lot of people are up in the air about them right now, especially with the Apple thing and all the stuff going on with Epic. But I will say that the bundle itself looks kind of cool. It has very Fortnite um, colored uh, Joy-Cons. It's got a nice blue and a nice yellow. The Switch and the dock and the Joy-Cons have Fortnite artwork all associated with them. So you got sort of like that glossy look on the dock for where the artwork is. I think it looks... I I love the color of the Joy-Cons. And I kind of wish, again, that we could just get the Joy-Cons because I do like those colors quite a bit. This is coming out uh, October 30th this year, so it's out, but the the catch, the downside is this appears to be a European-only deal. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll get, we, we got it. We got to get it. I mean, it's got to happen. You know, it's got to happen. I think Fortnite. It's, it's like you know, even when they did Animal Crossing, it's like you know they have those back in stock. But you could see this, and who doesn't want to go pick this up and pick this up for their kids? Yeah, this cool. this Christmas, right? Everyone's uh, Fortnite. Ever. I mean, you see Fortnite. I mean, the Fortnite is bigger than the Switch on the package, right? So you're basically oh, yeah. buying the the Fortnite machine, and I think yeah. that's genius. Yeah, I think it looks really cool. And if you, you know, especially if you have kids that are into Fortnite, now you could say, oh, well, they've done a bundle before. Well, they haven't. This is actually designed with Fortnite all over it. And you're bundled with the game pre-installed and you get access code to some like Fortnite goodies, like the V-Bucks and things like that. So if, if you are still playing Fortnite and you're still big into it, you may want this bundle. You might say, yeah, that's that's got me written all over it. And I'm, I, you know, whether this game or not appeals to you, I want more Switch bundles because I do like that. Because eventually that means we're going to get one that you do like that's yeah. for you. Like the Animal Crossing one I thought was beautiful. This one I think is really cool. And maybe, you know, we'll get some others coming down the line here where we can really be like, oh, yeah, I want that one. Yeah. Metroid so Prime too. 4 one would be. Oh, definitely. Come on. Like, oh, my God. A Metroid Prime Four Switch, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'm in. I think. I think for Metroid, we got to get the collection pretty soon. I think that's going to be oh, next year, next summer. Just like here's the remaster collection. It's got to happen. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I would buy that, wouldn't you? Like the whole Prime collection on Switch. It's been so long since I've played those. It would almost be like I'm playing them again oh, for yeah. the first time because it's yeah. been just it's been forever. So yeah, I'd be all for it. I agree. Uh, now the last store we have is a. Uh, surprise, at least to me, and it's My Time at Porsche sequel is coming out, and Pathia Games, who did My Time at Porsche, 
put on Kickstarter my time at Sandrock. They were asking for $100,000 to help fund this game, and they hit it within 24 hours. Oh my goodness. I think it took a month uh, for my time at Porsche. This one was in one day. So now they're obviously just churning out money. They're making so much on this and they're going to be hitting all those goals for, you know, multiplayer and all these other stuff that they've, the stretch goals that they're going for. Uh, Pathia did put on Kickstarter. They made a post. They said, we did it. We've already reached the goal of 100,000. Thank you all so much. It took us 26 days to reach that figure with my time at Porsche. This time we reached it in just 19 hours. We really didn't expect that for another week. Really, this post was typed in haste. We are so humbled by your overwhelming support, and it makes us want to strive even harder to make sure the end product is the best it can possibly be. So uh, I do believe we're getting this on Switch as well when it does get made, which is cool. And I do need to jump back into my time at Porsche. I know, what was it, last year when both Christine and I were super excited for this, and it just kind of had issue after issue on the Switch and, and elsewhere, but primarily the Switch. Uh, I believe all of that was ironed out, at least most of it's ironed out. And I, I've heard that the game is very, very enjoyable now on Switch. So oh, that's uh, good. yeah, I'm happy I just held off on it. You know what I mean? It wasn't done. It was half-baked. So it's like, it sounds like now it is a the, the product I wanted. And at some point I'll be jumping back in. And I'm I'm super excited to see that there's it did so well, there's going to be a sequel because it is, it is a solid... Uh, solid game and again it's in that same vein as like a stardew valley or animal crossing and all those yeah that's nice yeah i was a little worried that that they're releasing this but you know they Mm -hmm. had all the problems in the last one so it's good to see that because they'll have the foundation they should be able to bang this out yeah yeah and now i I feel like like you said that was a that was a trial it took them a while they did have to take a lot of hits on the chin with that because people were upset you know they bought it they wanted this game and it had issue after issue and i I think christina was playing and it would crash on her she couldn't get past certain parts of the game and Mm -hmm. so there were there were definitely significant issues and and i really hope uh for them and and for you know everybody else that's investing that we get the game that we want right from the beginning. Well, that is going to do it for this week's news and the direct, of course, but let's run down the best sellers because um, there's, there's a new number one, a new number mm-hmm. one. hit us. Hades is coming in at number one, um, kicking off super Mario 3d all-stars, which has been sitting up there. In fact, that's all the way down in fourth place because Pikmin three deluxe number two, that just released last week. Uh, no more heroes. Yeah, see, they did it. Number three, which is good for them hanging out there. People are stoked. And then Super Mario 3D All-Stars and then No More Heroes 2. So there's the two of those. I think those those games are going to do well overall. And then, yeah, Ghostbusters, I think I still think on sale. Animal Crossing at seven. Minecraft at eight. Blood Roots at nine. And then Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which is still a fantastic game, by the way. Um, when it's on sale for super cheap, you should pick it up. And then finally, part-time UFO coming in at twenty seventh into it's the crazy top already, little guy, awesome. little, little little UFO. You should be UFO. full-time UFO. He could hit that top ten. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, well, well, let's talk about the games that come out this week. We talked about some of them in direct. But um, Michael, I think that there's a yet another builder game that we're oh, both excited for. I can't stop. I can't stop building. There's so much stuff. This one we got November 3rd, Jurassic World Evolution Complete Edition for $60. We both gave this a check. This is, like I said, the complete edition. So if you like dinosaurs, if you like Jurassic World, this is going to be the game for you because it comes with 
pretty much everything they ever released for this game. You got Jurassic World Evolution, Return to Jurassic Park. You got Jurassic World Evolution, Claire's Sanctuary. You've got Secrets of Dr. Wu, four dinosaur packs, and a Raptor Squad skin collection, all bundled into this complete edition. Uh, This is published by Frontier, who does Planet Zoo, Planet Coaster. Both of those games are amazing. If you have not played them, you definitely should. They are absolutely fantastic games. Planet Coaster, I believe, is the... um, I guess it's a it's yeah, but it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon. They took over for it and became Mm -hmm. Planet Coaster. So it's definitely uh, they've got great backbones and they know how to build these kind of games. So this is a good one. I've already got it. I think in two places and uh, I'll probably end up getting on switch. Cause why not? Why not have everything on the switch? I will give it a check because I wait for sale though. $60 a little steep for me for a game I already own. Uh, but when it does go on sale, I probably will pick it up because it is fun. It's a, it's a really, really well done game. Yeah, I almost wish that there was a base pack and then yeah. one with all the expansions. So like, oh, I could upgrade later on. I mean, mm. I do like when they're like, here's the complete edition. But I'm like, eh, but I don't really want to spend $60. Yeah, because yeah, because exactly. I could go on the PC and just pick up the base one for like 20 or 30 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm super excited for it because I know that I, I remember when it came out originally, even on Xbox and PC, that um, everyone that was playing, it was having a really fun time. So mm. I'm definitely excited for this one uh, to pick up. But again, I'll, I'll probably wait for a sale because I don't need more games. However, I did check a game that you didn't check, which is Iris and the Giant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This game is super cool. I'm shocked you didn't do it because it's a collectible card game with RPG and roguelike elements. There's cards I know. I was in on it. the fence about it. I was I, I was like, I just don't know. I was like, so this reminds me of like the rain games that you can play on mobile. I think they probably have like a PC counterpart too. And I believe they're even on the switch and it has that very similar look. And because of that, that's I think why I didn't. Cause I was like, Oh, maybe I've already played this game or, a, you know, a version of it, but it does look good. Yeah. It looks super nice. I love the art style. It looks like you kind of got card based turn style. You play as Iris who has to brave her fears and her imaginary world. Um, there's this beautiful minimalistic art style that you go through. Um, and it has this, uh, what they say is like, a, you know, a very touching story of a young woman facing her inner demons and soothing the raging giant inside. So the giant mm-hmm. is inside, but it is also on steam for just about the same price. Um, but that being said, it has over 260 very positive reviews and, and it just came out this year. So it's not like it's, you know, from five years ago or whatever, but it, it it's looking super good. So I'm excited about it. Nice. Yeah, that, that looks good. Maybe maybe we'll get a demo or something because it does look mm-hmm. interesting and it's typically something I would check. So uh, the next one I did check is coming out November 6th. It's called Memoranda for $15. It's a point and click adventure game with magic realism elements that tells the story of a young woman who gradually realizes that she is forgetting her own name. But... Is she really losing her memory or is there something else that could explain the strange situation? Crazy. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, this is beautiful, beautiful, like hand-drawn. Looks like a storybook. It takes place in this little quiet town. And apparently the story is inspired by various Haruki Murakami short stories that describe a surreal world full of lonely characters. So I'm not familiar with any of these short stories, but the story that is conveyed in the trailer does look really interesting i love love this art style for 15 dollars. it seems like it could be something that's very sort of unique and special so i had to give that a check very cool yeah i love the art style on this one but i'm not a point and click adventure yeah person, so. it's, it, it, that kind of turned me off a little bit but i figured you know what 
I'll meet, let me see. We'll see what happens. And then the last one I did give a check to is Tropico 6. I add it to the wish list. I'm still on the fence about it. Uh, typically, it's going to be $50. Right now, it's on sale for $45. I would need to come down more for me to want to grab it on the Switch, I think. But it was worth giving a check. I think so, too. This is one I'm on the fence about because it does. And I know all the games are in the Tropico series are super good, especially this one. So mm-hmm. I like to see. Again, I would like a demo. I was like yeah. a demo. So give Always me a demo. give us the demo. Come yeah. on, Nintendo. Now, I mean, all things considered, man, this was an exciting week of stuff. Like so many games that I'm excited for that between the direct and what's coming out this week. I, I think I probably have checks next to half a dozen, if not more games. It's it's yeah. crazy. And that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show, which is what are we actually playing right now? We get so many games we're excited for, but what are we playing right now? Mots, what are you playing right now? Yeah, so I took some time uh, this weekend to beat. I beat a game, Michael. I did it. What? Um, I what? I know. Who is this? You know, if I beat a game, that means I really enjoyed the game. Yeah. Uh, and I I beat Bulletstorm. I crushed it. Wow, I went nice. through it. I, I I went through the main the main story arc. I haven't played the Duke edition. I'm just going to play around a little bit, see, um, see if it's the same exact game or if it's a different storyline mm-hmm. and how long that is. But uh, I crushed through it. I, I think I beat the game in probably eight or nine hours, maybe eight hours or so. Wow. Um, I sat down for three hours yesterday and I polished it off. Um, and and uh, the game's so good. Uh, you know, it is f- back to full price at $30, which I think is steep. However, you know, I got this game for $750 when it was on sale. And please put this on your wish list if you like first-person shooters because it is so unbelievably freaking good. It looks so beautiful i've been playing it on the big screen tv which i rarely do um and, and it's it's just it's just a gorgeous game it's so much fun uh, i beat through the the mainline uh, adventure which is super fun uh and you know the thing is even it started to get hard at the end i started to die quite a bit and had to you know it's a running gun but mm-hmm. there is some strategy you can't just run and gun forever and the cool part is when you beat the game they are um they unlock this other mode which is by default, you unlock every single weapon in the game that's fully upgraded and oh. every single like normally you can carry three guns. Now you can carry every gun with you. Oh, and dang. then and then if you with each gun and every weapon, there are the different kills that you can get. And if you unlock all of the kills and perform all the kills, then you will unlock unlimited ammo for that weapon. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you're just like unstoppable. You're a tank. Pretty basically. much. Nice. Pretty much. I like so that. I, I'm like, maybe I'll go through and play it again because I, I only use like three or four weapons. I didn't use a lot of the other ones because like I love these three weapons are so much fun and the upgrades. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's super duper good, especially during the end. They introduced tons of new crazy kills and ridiculous and just tons of enemies. And the game runs so smooth. I mean, I maybe had slow down like once or twice in eight hours. I mean, wow. It's so good. It's very, very good. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to report that I, I sat down and I beat it and I don't beat many games. So I, I did it. Um, and maybe now I'll go back to Bioshock, but I don't know. Cause I just downloaded control. Like you said, I want to play <laughs> so the demo much. and Hyrule warriors, the demo. I haven't played through them yet, but they're downloading. Cause they, you know, when you're playing a game, I went and I queued them up in the eShop and I was like, Oh, maybe they'll download in the background. And then it didn't do that. Yeah, so it never worked. I, I don't understand the download. Sometimes they're downloading in the background. Sometimes, sometimes they're not. not. I, I'm yeah. like, I don't know. understand what's going on here. I, I think that there's, um, because, you know, some games can, they get the the boost. There's the boost 
mode mm-hmm. uh, on your switch this is you know nintendo did this when like they had an update and it's like now zelda runs faster and it looks yeah. better and you're like what what just happened you know, and like they, yeah. they put it in boost mode where, where i think what they do is they turn off any external services they like you know, minimize everything and so like, if you were to download that'd be using cycles and hard drive um yeah. they just give stuff. it full power full power to the game yeah so uh so I, i've been sitting there I'm, I'm i'm ready to play through some control and high war hyrule warriors demos and then make a decision because yeah do i want to go back to bioshock like, it's been a while like i don't know because like bullet storm was a lot of fun i'm just saying yep. christina's gonna be mad at me but um i don't know do i want to buy all the no more heroes i don't know you know maybe for so sale many. yeah so many, so many options not enough time. What about you, Michael? It seems like you've been playing through a lot that I'm excited to talk about. Yeah, I did. I, I have played uh, quite a bit this. I'm still playing. I forgot to add it to my list, but I have been playing Pumpkin Jack. Um, I think I'm mm. close to being done with that. Really still just I'm enjoying it. Just really charming. Well done, man. Well done. I, I'm excited to see where the the developer goes, if they, you know, whether they build on this series or not. But uh, it's just it's good. It, there's there's little things here and there where I'm like, oh, that could be refined, but just blown away by what you know this this uh developer and, and the ui designer did it's just so well done but uh in addition to that animal crossing we had the halloween event yesterday i got all kinds of candy got all my halloween stuff i'm pretty sure i have everything that was coming out for halloween i now have it so that was really fun trick-or-treating around my village i went to a friend's island becca went to her island and looked at her uh situation that she's got going on over there pretty crazy it makes me look like my island looks like a turd, but uh, and compared to and, and compared to how nice hers is looking, but it, it inspired me to get back to work on my on my my island. So I guess that's a good thing. But it was just so cool to see everybody's um, you know characters like designs and and what they dressed up as. It was it was pretty fun. And she had she was doing a Halloween party, so she, I think there was probably four or five people running around on her island, and everybody had their own costume on and stuff. It was cool. Uh, then I did jump into the Hyrule Warriors demo. I downloaded this. I was super excited to see that this carries over, which I think is all demos should be doing. And this is my first time playing any of these Warriors games. So I really had no idea what I was getting into. I jumped in and I will say I was overwhelmed at first and because Mm -hmm. it really felt like sort of an old style arcade where I just felt like I was smashing buttons and tons of stuff was happening, like just tons of stuff. And I had no idea what was going on like at at some point you change characters and then that character is even more like overpowered and just felt like am i even playing or am i just hitting a button over and over and then the game is just going nuts right like i hit a button once and it's like (laughs) things are i'm like i I hit the button once i don't understand how this is doing all of this little by little i did start to grasp all of the mechanics that are going on so i felt like i was making like informed button decisions right so it was like i know if i hit this and then this this is going to happen so it did take me a little bit which is good because the the demo is I think I got 44 hours into it and I did everything I could or not 44 hours, 44 minutes, 44 hours. I was would like, be dang, an amazing demo. That would be an amazing demo. And that's only uh, chapter one. <laughs> yeah. Chapter one, 44 hours. Boom. Uh, <laughs> so I did about 40. Yeah. You are only allowed at first chapter. I did it for about 44 minutes. I did everything that I could do. And I, I felt like I was getting the hang of it. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I like that you collect. There's a lot of collecting, which is fun. So not only do you collect 
characters that you can play as, but you can collect recipes, which contribute like a a recipe. You know, if you play Breath of the Wild, you know, you can cook in this game. You kind of just collect the dish and then you can make it if you have the ingredients. You're not you're not cooking it necessarily, but it's just like, oh, you have these three things. You can have this dish now and you can produce one. And then if you do have the dish, then it will give you like a buff for I think. Uh, maybe it's a time limit or for the next mission. And so it's like your attacks now have plus 5% attack power or something like mm-hmm. that. So I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Now there's a, there's an incentive for me to go around and, and collect these dishes. Um, and you know, you're leveling up Zelda and you're leveling up, you know, link and, and any of the characters you're able to grab, you're, you're able to level them up and get new attacks and stuff. And that was really interesting. I will say I, a lot of people were talking about frame rate drops. I didn't personally notice any. I was playing mostly docked, and I don't know if that was contributing or helping uh, the situation. But I didn't notice frame rates. I don't know if I'm super sensitive to that stuff. I just don't know if, like, unless it's a, a super noticeable frame rate drop, I just don't know if I see it. You know, it's like I, I think I just might. I just don't notice it, I guess. But um, there was nothing that bothered me about the demo. I will say that I it didn't feel, and and some people may totally disagree, but it for me, I think it it wasn't a breath of the wild. There were certain little things where I'm like, oh, Nintendo wouldn't do that, and I know they worked really closely with this, and and I could be completely off base, but it just seemed like certain cuts and certain ways the story is told and certain like UI choices and certain like weird skips. And you'll, you'll see it when you play the demo. It's like one screen is doing this and it's telling you the story and then it cuts to this other thing. And then it cuts to this third format and they all kind of feel a little disjointed from each other on how they're conveying the story. Um, And to me, that just didn't feel breath of the wild quality. It didn't feel like a Nintendo main first party game uh but it was a really small nitpicky thing where and maybe it was because i knew it wasn't breath of the wild going in it maybe it made me think that you know maybe if it was like oh this is breath of the wild 2 my brain would just be like oh yeah no this is totally nintendo but you'll have to see what you think when you play it overall i don't know if i need this right now and I thought it was fun. I enjoyed the the 44 hours <laughs> that I played it. Uh, but I, I don't know if I need this game right now. And also, I'm a little bummed about where they're going with the story. And I don't want to get into it because you haven't played it yet. But I want to see your take on it. But for me, I, that's not what I want the story to be. I, I, it's just so... I don't know. I feel like these Zelda games just constantly constantly just try to make the story as crazy as possible and i know it's all about the experience of that game and they don't really care about canon or anything but it's just like really you can't just make it cohesive for a change and just make it Mm. you know be like i don't know just more straightforward but they added a level of complexity to this that it could change all games moving forward now and uh and we'll see you know overall i liked it I just don't know if I need it. And that could totally change the day it comes out. I might be like, oh, I got to have it. But it was cool. It was cool. Interesting. I'm ex- yeah, I, I'm excited to play the demo and see how I mix it up in my mind. Because I know it takes 100 places before yeah, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's 100 years before Breath of the Wild. It's, what did I say? 100, did I say 100 miles? You said 100 
places, I think. 100, um, 100, 100 years. Yeah, 100 and years there's a, before. 100 new places and, and years. <laughs> yeah, there, there probably is. There probably is. It takes place, you know, like in Breath of the Wild, the battle that you're kind of waking up from and you've got the the guardians all over the place and all that mm-hmm. stuff. This is sort of like that. It's it's mm-hmm. that part of it. Um, so that's cool, right? You're getting the you're getting the backstory, you're getting the history of it all, but just the way they're doing it makes me worried a little bit, I guess, because it mm-hmm. just feels like uh how is this gonna impact, you know, the story you already told and how the how's this gonna impact the future story of the sequel when it comes out? But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, and then the I'm last excited. thing I played is Control. I did download the performance demo. When you download this, it's very, very interesting. You download the demo, you get two options. First off, it tells you like this is this is basically just to see if it can run on your Switch with the internet you have. I played both of these docked. I did not play them handheld. And my dock is wired. So I don't know hmm. if that makes a huge impact or not, but it's it's wired. Um when you when you fire it up you get the choice can you, you want to go for performance or do you want to go for graphics and i played them both and the demo is very very short it's a time demo so you can just run and see how far you can go you get like 20 minutes it's not very long by the time the intro story is over you got another like 10 minutes to, to oh, okay. play to play yeah. the game um I will say both of them i've barely noticed a difference in either or the graphical uh, upgraded version looked amazing Looked looked just stellar i had no stuttering i didn't feel any latency when i was playing it just was bananas how nice this looked on the switch and i guess that makes sense right because it's not it's not the switch isn't building it. it's not playing it it's mm-hmm. just a portal to play it somewhere else on a more powerful system and uh it looked really cool very very excited to play this game now the thing i don't love about it is that you do not own this in any way shape or form the download the portal that you're going to be using is the free part and then you pay a license to access the game and that i think is like 50 dollars uh and you don't own it like this is something that you need to decide on you know how do you play do you play where you always have internet did you play it and have great internet did you like is this something you are okay paying $50 for and then potentially have it gone next year if they decide to shut down the servers? And it does say when you before you buy it, there's a bullet point that says, quote, in the event of the service finishing, we will inform you at least six months in advance. So it's not like out of the scope of possibilities that this could just be off and then, you know, there, there it goes. So I don't know how I feel about that aspect of it, especially when I can get it on Xbox. I can download it on uh, Steam or Epic or any of those and at least own the digital copy and play it whenever I want and not have to worry about internet connection, not have mm-hmm. to worry about any of that kind of stuff. Um, and th- that all being said, as much as I loved what I'm seeing and how much I want to play this, I don't think I'm going to get it on Switch. Because I just don't want to pay, and this is crazy because I'm all for digital, but I don't love the idea of paying just to have access to digital, right? Like to me, there's a weird switch there where, yeah, digital, I'll download it to my SD card and it's there. And if I, you know, swipe my SD card, lose it, okay, I get it. That's that's on me. But the fact that this person could take this away and has and I have no control over it, that's something different. Um, it's not a service. You know, like I love 
Game Pass. I love the idea or Netflix and paying in saying, okay, I'll give you $10, $15 a month, but I have access to so much. And in my mind, it's like, I already know that that's a temporary thing. Games are going to come and go, but new ones are going to be there. You're going to be able to do, you, you've got access to so much. This is like, I don't know why it just feels so much more different to me when I think of a single game that I'm paying $50 to play and that's all that's, that's it. Yeah. It's a little tricky because yeah, you're right. Like a game pass when you get so many games on it and I'm looking through the game list, right? I'm actually seeing if controls on it. I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think I mean, it is. Cause I, I just want to, I checked. I thought the same thing. I was like, Oh, maybe it's beyond game pass, but there are some good games on yeah. here. I'm like, there's oh some God. heavy hitters on there. Uh, I have game pass and I have, you know, I'm excited for X cloud. I'm excited to get my Xbox again, but mm-hmm. when it, when it ships the Xbox series S and play through some games, but I think you're right. I mean, um, it's fascinating, I should say, just to see, yeah. you know, how it goes. And maybe Nintendo will figure out how to do something. Maybe not. Maybe they're just OK with it. I mean, I'm assuming that these publishers are like, hey, we're not going to put them on these other services and this is your way to get it. But you just have to be comfortable with it. And I feel yeah. as though that means I don't know, I, I guess is the cost of them running the servers less than them. I mean, they don't have to port it right. I mean, that's the thing is if this is successful and these games do well, it just means that more games will come to the switch this way mm-hmm. where they couldn't be ported, right? They couldn't just be running on the switch. And I think we'll see more blend of that as obviously the switch ages and other consoles come up. So if I can start to get Xbox series X and PlayStation five streaming games on the switch, I don't, I don't think we have anything to be mad about. Right. I think, I think that that's a cool alternative but again we're going to start losing some of the the niceties of, of the switch in that way however there's just so much on the switch that's yeah, the thing too so it's like there's so much to play that it's also okay right like there's so much craziness on that you can get on switch just from even this this episode right there's just so much that you can go and and check out and enjoy so i'm yeah. I'm, I'm i'm excited no i i think i think that this is an amazing way of being able to play games I just wish it was more, if we had a Nintendo version of Game Pass, I'd be all for it, right? Throw control on there for a year and then say, okay, it's like Netflix. Next year, this might not be on there, so you might want to play it now. But you also know something else is coming out. And I'm all for the cloud streaming version of the games. I think it's more the the investment of it, right? Because, I mean, what for 50 bucks, that's what a half, almost half a year of Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And I can play that access to hundreds of games. So I think Nintendo is smart in what they're doing. They know the system can't compete with those other games, consoles, but just give it maybe a little bit more. Like why couldn't Control and Hitman 3 be part of Nintendo Online? And now you're saying, okay, let's bump up the Nintendo Online for $15 or whatever it is. And now you're getting access to this streaming library in addition to, you know, those classic titles that you want to play and that could be that could be a future for like a switch i think that puts them instantly competing with some of those other consoles and it's possible i i it's it's a struggle right because i I look at you know i'm looking at game pass and there's you know witcher 3s on there Mm -hmm. and then i'm thinking about how you played witcher 3 which was like you know all over the place are you taking it with you know so it's some you almost have to want to go game by game and then you're you know oh man this one isn't available it's only stream only so is there an option it's hard it's hard it's hard we'll see what we'll see how it goes i mean it's a personal choice switch is coming up on 
year four. So we'll see how that goes. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, man. It's crazy. But yeah, well, great. Good. So much good stuff, man. So much good stuff. We'll go off of buy more games and um, let us know what you thought of the Nintendo Direct. You can head us up over at NintendoDispatch.com. There's links to our Twitter, to our Discord, all the things. And if you like this podcast, please be sure to share it with your friends and also leave us a review if you'd be so kind on the App Store or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch. So until next time, thanks for listening.